This is CliffCentral.com. Progressive, cultured, and brave. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. The Threaded Exchange with CMB. Live on Cliff Central. Hi, everybody. This is Siabeda live on the Threaded Exchange. And um, today I've got a really, really special show. Bongizo, I think you should be playing the melodies in the background. There we go. Welcome, guys. Um, today's show is really special to me. I think one of the things that you know about me is that I love art. And the most important thing about art is that I feel that as young black South Africans and even Africans, we are never given enough opportunities when it comes to art. We're always told... When we're studying That we need to study for a real degree And have something to fall back on But we're never really encouraged to follow our dreams And today's show is all about You know, artists that I really, really admire And how they broke those boundaries um, I've got a summer-nominated artist Mwongizwe Mabandla I've got an illustrator Well, I can say future award-winning illustrator Maso Nwabe um, <laughs> and they're both Kosa, so Kosa Nation is in the is in the building. Can you are today? Um, but I think the way we're gonna start the show is a bit unconventional. I've never had a live performance on the show, but um, guys, this is Bongezwe Mabandla, um, summer-nominated artist, and yeah, I'm gonna allow him to intro with the song to the show today. Bongezwe, take it away. Yes, that is incredible. Wow, 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 wow. Guys, I think you have to understand, I'm one of those people where I'm never too cool to say that I'm a fan of someone's music. Like, I'm a diehard fan of this dude. And I remember the way I discovered his album, actually, I was on iTunes. You know how iTunes always, Masona, you know how iTunes always suggests what music you should listen to? I don't have iTunes. <laughs> well, like, way, Apple Music, the way, iTunes. The way, the way no, it, uh, no, but like, <laughs> even like Google Music, I think you should have earphones. I don't know if you can hear that. But I think like, in general, I always feel like when I listen to even Google Music, can you hear that? Mm-hmm. Um, are there earphones there? Are there none? This sucks. Do you want to use my earphones? Are you good? Okay. Bongze says it's good. Why are you whispering? You can talk. I'm good, thank you. There we go. There we go. So another thing is so I always so I always go through Google Music or even any music platform, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, if I like a certain artist, so like the reason I found him is that I was listening to Tanisomazwa's album. 
Then I was like, okay, let me find similar artists. Oh. Then there was this this icon at the bottom with the white and sort of uh, white. Yeah, and they had all these print things happening. Yeah, yeah. And there's this little thin guy <laughs> and called Bongezio. So I click, I click on him and then I see, okay, Kosa, lyrics, whatever. Then I start listening to the music and I remember I was with my mom and I was like, who is this? This guy sounds amazing. And then I'm like, okay, I need to find this guy on social media. Then I went on Instagram. I found, I even posted about him on, on Thread Man. I'm like, yo, uh, yeah. check this dude out. I DM him. I'm like, dude, I'm a fan of your music. He's like, oh, this is a bit weird. Like, no, I didn't say that. Like, <laughs> fan. He's like, fan. Fan. Like, I'm like, no, my like, dude. I'm, I'm like, I actually, I'm a cool person. Like, I do cool shit. Um, I run this publication and yeah, yeah. I like your brand. I like what you're doing. Yeah. Let's see how we can get to know each other, yeah. work together and support each other type of thing. Yeah. And, um, after I think six, seven months, he's seven finally months. here. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Like when people say I'm a, I'm a hard person to get a hold of, I'm like, you haven't met Bungezwe. I know, I know. <laughs> no, he's twisting the story, obviously. Just a little bit. There's, There's a, a little, bit of spice. Yeah, a little bit of spice. But it's it not seven months. It has been, okay, but like, fine. I was, <laughs> I think, I'm not sure what happened, but like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been like meaning to really like, um, get back to you. Yeah. And I'm glad we're finally making this happen. Uh, yeah. This interview. Also, like, he's going to be the cover star of The Threaded Man yeah. in my August issue. Because, yeah, because the thing is. You, you said that on air. That's recorded, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Masunabe is actually my art director. Okay. Um, and we've been, like, sort of working on, on, on Threaded Man and thinking, okay, how can we do things differently? And we played around with this idea of, like, illustrating our covers. And then we're like, okay, let me, let's, let's chill with that let's see what else we can do so i thought i had this idea and i'm like i want to do this like sort of different type of cover that's like africa is alive africa is here mm -hmm. like i don't wanna also i feel like in south africa we always like use the same faces for shit yeah yeah so i wanted sure. something fresh and something different so i wanted to like a dope ass cover with Bongeziwe, and i want you to actually paint his face and shit like i want facial art Oh, and right. I want it to be very much like a Kosa King. And I want to, and I want to get like this model with him. Prince. Prince. With his like guitar. Like it must why, be why so not sick. Prince, why Prince, not King? Prince, Prince. Why not King? There's already a Kosa King. But. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, Banom Jita Ustao. No, uh, King Ta. Ah, no. I know, man. That's a no. branding thing. Like, the yeah, only King like, I know Gustao like, or my Kosa. <laughs> but you're a King. king you're yeah, king, so I, that covers. I'm very excited to to work on it for the next three months yeah. and actually make it come out perfect. And most people don't know, but Threaded Man is actually changing. So Threaded Man, the actual name Threaded Man, is going to be used for my clothing brand. Mm -hmm. The magazine is going to be called The Thread Count. The Thread TCA Thread Count Africa, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that is going to be actually be a physical print as well. Ah. So and then TTM Africa will be the online um it will be the online platform but it's going to be mostly an e-commerce website and then you can actually purchase the magazine or download it okay, through the okay, website okay. You, and then Threader Man is clothing you know Tom Ford Threader Man that's what I'm going I get for. You, I get you. So he's going to be the actual first cover star of the Thread Count, the new, can't wait, the newly launched. And then after him, it's going to be Kakhosorabana. Can you imagine like the level of people? And then after that, maybe black coffee. Yeah, still yeah. negotiating that one. <laughs> so you wanna you you, you, you see think you, I'm hard to get hold of. So you, 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 you're setting the bar. Can you understand? <laughs> like I could have like yeah, he's setting the bar. So you're the first guy on there. Bongizo, how are you doing? I'm very good, man. I'm having such a good day. Yeah, just yeah. having like a really nice day. So this is how we're doing today's show. It's very interesting. So I've got both of you guys in studio, Masanwabe. For half an hour, you and I are going to interview him. Mm -hmm. After uh, that, we're going to switch. We're going to interview you. Okay. Yeah. All and right. you're going to tell okay. us. Okay. And you're going to tell us about being blind and shit. Because you can see. But like, guys, Masanwabe is not blind. <laughs> Everyone, do you know interviews they ask? They asked me on your TV last week, like, how does it feel to have a blind friend? I'm like, who? They're so, like, your illustrator. So I'm like, who real Charles Charles? Dude, everybody is saying you're blind. Like, I'm not. I'm you don't not. Even look blind though. No. I'm not. I'm not. I just have an optical nerve failure, but I can see. It's just yeah. that my eyes are very sensitive to light. Oh. That's it. I yeah. never. I never walked around saying, "Ah, oh, guys." I'm how many? Blind. How many hands? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 five, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done a test. He's not blind. I'm he'll, not. He'll explain later. Now let's go to Bongeziwe, dude. Where the fuck did you come from? Yeah, he. Like yeah. I just feel like this like, is a thing. Like there was no like. Sort of rise of Bongi. It's just like out of nowhere, he has an album on iTunes, and then all of a sudden he's touring overseas. Like, 
Dude, where the fuck are you from? Like, no, actually, actually, uh, I remember watching you were, I think it was like probably like four years ago, four or five years ago. I was watching a show on, 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 on SABC2. I yeah. just don't remember the name. That's when I first heard of you. Oh, yeah. Ne? And I think, isn't you, what, didn't you release your album 2012? Yeah, my first album. Yes, I remember that album because yeah. I had a friend of mine who was obsessed with the music the at that album. time. Yeah, yeah. And you know, at that time, we were all obsessed with hip hop. You just be like, Yella. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then the more this person plays this thing, and then you're like, okay, no, this is nice. This is yeah. nice, yo. So I heard of you. I, yes, it was 2012, yeah, the first yeah. time I heard of you. So where are you from? Dude, tell us about like your journey in music, man. Um, none. Wait, can I ask, how old are you? That question you can't ask. <laughs> no, because like you look twenty five. That's know, the thing. Know, you look I'm very I'm young. a little bit older than twenty five. Uh, so early thirties. But we'll we'll leave it there. So he's uh, like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> he's been on the come up for like thirty years. No, I'm joking. So if there's one question <laughs> I don't answer, he's like how old? I am. Yeah. You know you old when that question starts. Yeah. But he's a millennial. He's a millennial. He's with yeah. the, he's within the millennial. He's within. <laughs> he's within. He's somewhere between twenty five and thirty one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, from Gwokzolo uh, originally. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, outside in Tata. Uh, yeah. And then like uh, I went to different schools. I guess been from the Monty two years. Then they from the late grade, this art school, and then those from the um, after. That's and that's when really the music thing started to. Like, so yet you you moved from Eastern Cape and came to Joburg for after. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, for film school. So you yeah. wanted to be an actor, director? Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. I did. I was very serious about it. Yeah, I was going to become an actor. And I'd done it throughout high school, and I was really serious about it. And then I, like, I came on, and I started auditioning. And I did do a bit of acting, like Generations, yeah. and Sokolo, and Partners, and some a movie. But it was very yeah. short-lived, yeah. Short-lived. Yeah. So the music thing, when... How did that come about? I mean, the interesting thing for me that I want to know from you and what I want to personally learn is that I'm also from the Eastern Cape. Yeah. And you know, you know what it's like being in the Eastern Cape and the fact that you almost, it's almost like Eastern Cape is in another world of its own. It's like yeah, outside hey. of South Africa where opportunity usually misses us. Yeah. Where, a lot, cert- hey? a and lot. where certain platforms we, as children in the Eastern Cape were considered not good enough. So I'm always interested to hear about how did you make it out of that to be like, Actually, I'm going to pursue this addict thing. I'm going to move to Joburg and then I'm going to do music. Like, yeah. the, 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 what we face on that side of the world is much harder than yeah, what someone hey, might face in hey. Cape Town or yeah. anywhere else. I mean, we've got the lowest metric results in, in the country for the last 10 years. Like, not really. <laughs> but, we've got but, the highest but, unemployment rate in the Eastern Cape. Like, it's actually, like, it's bad. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's still quite rural, a majority of the Eastern Cape. So, for kids to come out of that side and, and be on a world stage like you have, it's a, quite an interesting journey. But, and yeah. I think that's more what I want to hear from you today. How, how were you able to dream about, like, yo, this is where I'm going type of thing? Uh, hard to say. I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I did. I think, though, that, like, I grew up with, like, a lot of people older people around me like like I remember Eastern Cape is a like everyone oh, I don't know if do you guys remember the time Eastern Cape like yes. it was like the the thing to do about like, your failure graduation party like and everyone would wear like yeah. to the graduation party. So I grew up like with a lot of people like that, like very like uh educational and like you know uh and very like what do you want to be when you grow up and yeah like, you must pursue your dreams so i did grow up in an, in an environment that really encouraged me to like to be like whoever i wanted to be yeah and then so while you growing up like in the eastern cape and going to school is music a thing at this point in your life yeah, I've, I've always loved music. Like, like I had a horrible voice growing up, but I've always like I was that guy. Like, I don't care if I'm off, I'm gonna you sing. Just gonna sing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was that very much. Like they used to tell me to shut up. My mom will never admit to this. Yeah, but they used to tell me like, Shh, we are sinners, pull me off. But then, how are you still? So now people are telling you to. Sh- I mean, if someone told me to shut up, I can't do something. I'll yeah, be like, oh, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how? So how do you? Even though you're off, how do you continue? Like, what, what, what 
is going through your mind about music? What made you continue just singing and writing and yeah. exploring the medium? I mean, like, when I did do music, I had to wait for people to be like, okay, you, you, you're good. Like, yeah. you know, I was, I didn't really come in like, oh, guys, like, listen to my voice. I can do this. Yeah. I was quite like, ah, like, I yeah. hope people like what I do. But like, yeah, it was kind of that thing where you with your, with you, with your black parents and your black family. And they're like, ah, ah, yeah, to me, Nalona. Yeah, and then you go to white school, to school with your white folks and you do the same song and they're like, oh, oh my, my God. God, you have had me in tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you come to after, you pursue acting, you're in generations, you're in, guys, in, you know, in generations, um, he was the guy, you know, the waiters or the barman, you know, that you don't notice on screen. He was an extra, is there? Extra, yes, they called extras. Epe pa epeg. Generations, they send in doing, they ain't doing like, like club, Guys, can I tell you something? I've been an extra in generations. I was a bartender, yeah, dude, for, for one episode. Oh, Literally, I only did one, not even an episode, I did, Five minutes, and I was like, I, I can't do this in my life. I had a name and an age. Mm-hmm. Really? I name, though. And I worked uh, as when, yeah, I, yeah. It was kind of a serious thing for a while. Yeah. Hectic. So, now tell me exactly how do then, when music was like this passion you had on the side type of thing, you're focused on being an actor, how do you move to Joburg, go to AFTA, and then all of a sudden you're like, music is my... How did the music thing became your main hustle? Yeah, I think I got really inspired. That year that I got to Joburg, I met MXO. Yeah. Oh. Stella in the same flat. And he was like, one day he was like, yo, let's go, let's go, let's go, Mazambi. And like, I rushed down, quickly go downstairs. I forget Joburg, so it's a full body Joburg. Yeah. So, and then Kantis is going down to downtown. And he was going to record Simpure Dan, the check is who was doing Simpure Dan. You know? Yeah. I remember being in that studio like, Oh my God. I didn't know who Simpiwe Tano was at that mm-hmm. time. And I was like, Oh my God. I need to be part of this world. Like, yeah. I need to find a way. This is like next level. And I had stepped in accidentally. And then, okay, then I went home and a few months came out, went past. And then the Simpiwe Tano's and the Sile album came out. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I had that connection with that day at the studio. Wait, so you've been in Jobbik that long? <laughs> Hectic. <laughs> oh my god, like when Zanisila came out, I mean, yeah. Zanisila came out, I thought I was in grade, like, like, grade, what grade I was in? Yeah, grade it was eight. 2004, yeah, yeah. No, Go. I was in grade four. Yeah, but yeah. then you're old, eh? Yeah. I was in grade <laughs> okay. four. Grade four. So maybe he's 35 and older, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> if he was already done with maybe he's 40. at that time. Maybe, and he's talking about MXO, guys. Uh, MXO. MXO was popping, well, my 2006. Yeah. That was a long time like, ago. Peach black Afro era, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, oh, so yeah. you hear Uzan the seal and you're like, yo, and I was like, oh. and like I was just like, you know, I'm I want to become a musician, and like I just love music, and mm. like, and I and like I read this story in the drum magazine where she had purchased a computer mm-hmm. to start recording to develop herself mm. as a musician. So I was like, that's what I want to do. I'm a serious artist, and that's when I got the the job at Generations actually. Yeah, and then like I, I think I was gonna get paid my first ten thousand. So I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting a computer. Really? Just like some people I'm gonna and ten thousand sounds like a lot of money when you. Get also, to I think. Eh? Also, I think like you're quite disciplined. Like when I got my first like guys, when I got first my first che- paycheck of three thousand five hundred, I thought I was rich. Yeah, yeah. I went to Tabu and I spent all of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> like I think my first like couple of payments, like I bawled. Like for you to get yours first, yeah. and, like actually, I was just following though. But yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then I started like just recording myself. And then I started changing. I'm trying to cut, cut a long story very short. Then I start, I changed my subjects at after because I was just really doing well in music. Yeah. Then I got in generations and, and then I finished school. Two years later, I met the guys from 340 Mil, Paulo Chipanga. And they, those were the guys that first gave me my first record deal. And yeah, I started making music like that. Wow, that's amazing. And then when did you... So let me give you background. So I think there's this group of like Kosa musicians, né? Mm-hmm. and I feel like they keep pass, passing down the baton like to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there was like Tani, so like literally like... Before Tani, so even... Even before Tani, so like remember Onda Ringo Matlingozi? Yes, that's what I was going. Oh, Ndando, oh, King Da, for example, oh, Simpue Dana. Yeah. 
you know, Ozonke. And then I've been wondering lately, like, who's the next one in line? And I feel like it's you. After Nazi, things were just like. Yeah, because it's also about like all these artists over the years have taken a very much a homegrown sound Mm -hmm. and made it very modern. But I was always like, who's going to take it to that next step? You know, that next step of in terms of the transitions between the songs, the style, the writing of the songs, Mm -hmm. the choruses, the way the songs are structured. And I listen to you and how you've done, you're also a musician, but the way you compose and structure your songs is actually quite different. And I don't think people notice that, (laughs) you know. And so do you feel that... Like now that you're nominated for a summer, are you in a place? Because I look at you and you're quite a guy who's not very serious. And I think you, yeah. you, you don't know how good you actually are. Do you think you're good? I mean, uh, in all honesty, in all honesty, <laughs> yeah. do you, no, just be do you, honest do you, about uh, your work. Like, no, I mean, like, like, I'm just not like that type of a person, no matter what, that like, you know, that's like, oh my God, I'm amazing about anything. I think anything can be learned and anything mm-hmm. can be improved. And I've really worked hard on my music. I think like, I, I, I'm a hard worker. I think that's one thing I could give myself. But I guess like, as well, like, I do realize that I do, people do relate to, to my music. I think yeah. that's, that's one thing that I've, I've come to realize. I think people, uh, really see themselves in my in my stories and in the way I view life and, and I think that's really what is special about what I do is yeah. that, that like human that like I think a lot of my music is about searching for happiness and, and, and searching fulfillment and people I think really latch on to that. Yeah. And and, and they they see it in their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying like music is, is like this journey for you. Like tell me the relationship between your music. Like how does it make you feel when you're singing and writing these songs for, for your nominated album? What is going through your mind? Like what inspires you to write? What do you write about? Like I always sit and I think, yo, this song is really dope. Like how did you wake up and make this song happen? So like with you, like what is your writing process like? Or do you just walk home or do you get home and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna write a song or is it a hectic process? Like yeah. walk me through that relationship between you and music and, and how that influences your writing. Yeah, very interesting question by the way. I think so. Yeah. I think um I think uh definitely I think I write with ideas. I get ideas, you know, like like I'll like um like something, like how, like, and I'm influenced. I listen to a whole range of music, like Adele, Beyonce, Zimpiwetana, yeah. Matala Gunene. And like right now, I'm listening to a lot of Sia, yeah. um, the Australian singer. Yeah. And I think I get ideas like that. I think um, right now, I'm working on a new album. And like, I think mainly what's interesting about what the work I'm working on now, it's like, it's all going to be about relationships. And, um, and like it's very different from the work that I've done. I've, my work is the first one was about uh, identity and self-esteem. The second one was more about spirituality. This third one is gonna be about relationships, and it's really written about those feelings that you get. So Kubwane, like, like have you ever spent like maybe a year with the same person? You speak, you spend like every day with that person, mm-hmm. yeah. And you see each other, and everyone yeah. will ask you about Opubanban mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you take it like five years later. You never see that person. It's like, you know, you, you see each other and like, and like that nostalgia. I'm writing like, yeah. so like, that's the idea really. So about. do you think like these three albums, do you think they represent a stage in your life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is that what you're going through right now that you're writing about? Yeah. I'm really seeing the connection with the people that I've met yeah. in my life and, and how deep it is like my best friend from high school, like from primary school, and, and hit her up go, go Facebook, like you're a long time. Yeah. It's, it's like it does something to my emotions. It, t- it makes those moments so meaningful. Like I think sometimes we pass through life thinking, this is just happening. This is just happening. Yeah. This is just happening. And then like when you're older, you connect the dots. You're like, yeah. I am like the person I am because of like, you know, and it's about my mother and failed relationships and yeah. the lack of love that that I didn't get and, and, and exes and how some of them we don't speak ever now. But yeah. like 
is that love still there? And like, yeah, all those things. Yeah. Do you think like, and I also think like the craziest thing about for me about memories, and I think that what what makes me emotional or nostalgic is that, <laughs> especially with my high school friends, there's moments when you look back in hindsight, there's moments in your life and you're like, fuck, that was an incredible moment. But in that moment, I never realized yeah, it was an incredible yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're growing up as a kid, like, I think about the first time me and I, I think about the first time my best friend fell in love, but I was laughing at him on some, you're in love dog. Yeah. That's so dumb. Like, who <laughs> does so that? but then I realized how beautiful that moment was and how I was present for him falling in love for the first time. Yeah. And now when we chat about it, he's like, yo dude, actually had you not made fun of me at the time, I would have probably started crying because I really loved this girl and I didn't yeah. know what to do yeah. and whatnot. So I made light of a situation, not knowing that he's feeling some t- like it's just incredible to 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 sit in a space and not know that you're having a one in a lifetime experience yeah. and then when you look back at it those emotions you're like had I knew had I would have acted differently yeah yeah so yeah. that hindsight and 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 that I think it's it's quite it's quite incredible you know I think that's like even now like we could have this interview and then next year you win a Grammy and then it's like oh my god like he sang for me in studio and then I have it on video. Yeah. Do you understand? Oh, in the next yeah, 10 years... Cut off, I cut off most of my high school friends because yeah. they didn't believe in my vision. That's but like, basically really... I think life is crazy. Mind. I think life is crazy. Like, for example, we could sit here today and not see each other for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then one day, you winning a Grammy, I'm winning a Nobel Prize. You're like, fuck. I remember when I met this guy. So I think every single moment counts. Yeah. Are you guys still tight with your high school friends? Like, not really. I not at all. No friends like, at all. Like, like not, not really no friends. Yeah, you get those people you met. But like the people that I was closest with in high school, yeah. I cut them off because I, I've always been this person of I want to be an artist. I want to do this. Sure, sure. And no one really... Dude, let do you now. Yeah. Like, do you... To be honest, I had no one to look up to. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So they'll just look at me like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I'm, you, you're good at science, you're good with maths. Why don't you just go do... So for me, because I didn't want that negative energy, I just decided, you know what? Let me just live my life. Yeah. It's not like I hate them or anything. But yeah. it's not people that when I look at I'll be like... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, I do cherish the times we had together. Yeah. But it's just that they did not respect what I wanted to do. Sure, so sure. I decided to. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah well. I think for me, it's a bit different. I've always think like emotionally, I think I've always been on the very much alternative side. Yeah. I've always been into alternative shit. So I always felt like growing up at Dukwa, even in Cape Town, I always felt I didn't fit in. Because yeah, I used yeah. to question everything. I used oh, to question, yeah. I used to question relationships. I used to question. You know, is this the goal I want to be with? Yeah. You know, I used to question, am I into girls even at yeah. that time? You know, like just question all these things. So I've always been that guy who's curious about knowledge of, am I doing shit because that's what the world taught me? Or am I doing shit because that's what I want to do? Yeah, yeah. So essentially, like, I've lost a lot of friends because of that. Where <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't have friends from primary school. I can't even remember half the people in primary school with. In high school, I think I have only two best friends. But I think over the years, like, I'm, I think I lose friends Quicker than you know, people get dragged on Twitter. Yeah, but but <laughs> like, at the same time, you should always like. Sometimes we 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 so quick to point out what someone else did. Yeah, you never look at yourself. Sometimes you need to look at why am I losing friends? Yeah, yeah. and then when you look at that, you look okay. What's wrong with because we we're so quick to blame someone else for a problem. Yeah, no, like definitely. When something happens, you're like ah, we're yeah. fucked up. Ubongizi, yeah. we're fucked up. But why is it that everyone in your life is fucking you over? Yeah. Why don't you think that maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe But I think for me in, in life I'm a traveler. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not the kind of person to sit in one place forever. Yeah. I am the kind of person who wants to go from Earth to Mars, from Mars to Pluto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately not everyone wants to do that. Sure, sure. You know, I'm I'm that kind of person generally. Like I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a very much an Oh my God, I love you forever. Like, I'm not that person. Like, I struggle with that. Like, because growing up also, I was, because growing up, I also was, I grew up in that environment of consistently moving. So I also think even in my career, if you look at the steps I've taken in my career, it's always like one extreme to the next because that's how I, that's how I survive. I feel alive when I go from one extreme to the next extreme because I feel challenged. I feel I need to adapt. My life is about adapt to die. Mm-hmm. So I found myself, dude, I used to be into rock music. Sure, sure. I used to have girls cut me, drink sex, dude, like crazy nuclear <laughs> shit, like crazy shit. Then I moved from that and then <laughs> I was, <laughs> dude, and then, dude, crazy. I moved from that. Then I went to church for a couple of years. Oh, where yeah, I, yeah. I was saved. Church, I was saved. And then I used to cry in church. Yeah. And then I went from that. And then I was like a playboy. 
doing the most. Like I've just lived in these different sort of like groups of different types yeah. of people. Yeah. But it was almost like I'm visiting their lives. That's how it feels like. So I've been in a space where I used to smoke a lot of weed, like hectic amounts of weed, like stoned, jobless. <laughs> Dude, I was even drink, growing dreadlocks at, dreadlocks at some point. Then I was a jock. I played sport. Then yeah. I used to be like, I like that. Like, I like that my life is so versatile that yeah, way. And sure. I think that's what inspires my work. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever been in the space of, oh my word, I've been with this friend for like 30 years or whatever. But I have friends who've stuck around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they'll stick around but longer. Even family. Like, I realize like, you, like sometimes it happens a lot when you live in a rural area. Yeah. And you go live in a city. Mm-hmm. And you become woke and you know, you have this new view of mm-hmm. your life. But like, how do you, when you go home, how do you connect to, to everyone else? Let's cool it now, yeah. you know. Because yeah, because you change a lot, mm-hmm. and the place but, doesn't change. But but to be honest, for me, what made me not change ne, was the fact that my mom always stresses one thing. She's like, "Look, as educated as you are, or as smart as you are, as as or as, as whatever you are, you need to understand one thing. When I meet you now today, I understand the world of design." Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the world of music. Sure. Let me not look down on you because you don't know anything about mu- about yeah, yeah. about design. You know, you see. So for me, it's always been that thing of when you meet someone, you never know what they might teach you. The most and like the the one person also Tibana Naistratuin who 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 who's not even who didn't even go to school, you would be surprised what they would teach you. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. yeah. So so for me, it's always been that thing of yes, this is what you know, but when you get to a place. Be open to new things. Yeah. Learn new things. And you never know how that might teach you. Like, like with my work, I do a lot of culturally related work. It's because I know those things. And at that time, it didn't make sense. But then now, because I was getting into this whole thing of design, I was like, okay, how am I going to differentiate myself with other people? Sure. Everyone else... Everyone is doing this. Everyone's doing this. Everyone's doing this. Yeah. So now, how am I going to make myself look a bit different? Could let down? Yes. But I had that understanding. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, you know what? This is what I know. Yeah. Then, I look clean. So for me, it's just understanding that you, you, you can be able to fit in everywhere. Yeah. As long as you understand the place you're in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now let's move to you. Um, I think for me that what what's for me the today's show is also about how do you stay authentic and successful as an African artist, yeah. right? <laughs> and I think your work is very authentic. Like you sing in Kosa, and then you travel to Europe and sing in Kosa. Like, and whereas most artists, especially as Africans, we always feel this uneasiness of let me try change so people can understand me. Or, and especially as black people, we always want to compromise yeah, ourselves, yeah, like yeah. to fit into a white space. Like let me let me translate my whole album into English. English, you know what I'm saying? Even your drawings, they're quite out there. Quite your, your drawings are very spiritual, very religious, very African religion. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would I would say, and it explores a lot of, um, a lot of yeah. It, it, it explores a lot that's not seen in the eye. I feel like it, it when I when I when I look at your work I'm like is nyanya talking through you type of thing. That's that's what I've, I always say to people. I always say uh I'm not here to speak to you like this. I'm here to speak to you in a spiritual sense. Yeah. I I I I and if you notice most of the things I upload I sometimes don't even caption it. But for me the thing is I'm the type of person what I want to do is I understand one thing there's a disconnect between African culture and the youth today. Yeah. Beat culture, beat history. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be that bridge. I remember last year I did illustrations, a series of illustrations where I did like South African politicians and they all looked uh, like cool kids. Yeah. And I even did a jacket Mandela, due to that. And I got a lot of flack on social media because of that. Yeah. Like a lot of people were saying a lot of negative things, but it didn't get to me. But yeah. what those people didn't understand was the fact that I'm 21 now. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of 21-year-olds who know about Mandela, but they don't really know the story. A lot of 21-year-olds who know about Okrisani. Yeah, well, some don't even know who Okrisani is. Don't know Steve Biko. It just, it just looks cool when you're wearing a Steve Biko t-shirt. Yeah. So for me, I've always wanted to teach people in a way that they would understand. Yeah. So I chose design. I'm not a photographer, but I do take pictures. Yeah, well, but for me, more than anything, I want to communicate those things that I feel like the generation of today does not understand. But do it in a way in which... Like, for an example... 
if 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 you want to teach let's say the youth of today about let's say also history yeah. you do it through photography through video you, you even do virtual reality yeah, well, yeah. do you not think they'll be interested cuz that's what they're interested in you can't be teaching me something about indoyagdala using old ways i'm yeah. not going to understand yeah. so for me that's 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 how i look at life yeah well, but yes, obviously, when you do things like that and you're trying to bring in things that are new, new ideas, a lot of people who are already in the spaces that you want to be in don't want to work with someone like you because they don't know what you might do next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Can I ask why? I mean, what you're saying could have lived through other other mediums. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose illustration, and how did you choose illustration? Because also, I feel like as an artist, you're a guy that's transitioned quite a lot because. At first, you're very much graphic design mm-hmm. orientated, but I think over the last few months, actually, you've grown to such a spo- point where I think through your work, I've been able to see you get more in touch with yourself mm-hmm. and I've seen your voice get louder to the point where now you're like, I'm hand drawing this stuff and your stuff has become even more spiritual. Do you think, tell me, talk me through that process of finding yourself and how has illustrating helped you find yourself and share that with other people? Okay. I think I should go back, 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 back with this. Yeah. So, grab it too, Johnny. Uh, no art school, no nothing. The <laughs> only thing I could do was draw. I'm, I'm, I was lucky. I'm, I'm a dexterous. So, I can use yeah. both hands to draw. Hectic. So, 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 I was always that kid. Like, when I was doing grade four, kids in grade nine were not better than me. Yeah, well, when it came to yeah. drawing. So, I... I, 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 I told my mom that okay, look, uh, I want to study design. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what grade nine because for us, when you get to Boma Joburg, Boma was high school is grade 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 eight. Yeah. Goti high school is grade ten. You're in the same school till grade till grade nine. Yeah. So my mom's like, hey, dude, look, uh, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, what I understand is this, but. In the next three years from now, you might not want to do design. So I'm not going to let you go do art in high school. So go do science. Yeah. So I go to, uh, I, I go study science. Kenyan. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a normal government school. Yeah. Uh, whereby in grade 10, there was like a hundred and something of us in class. Is too low. Is too low. See, 80 something. So you need to come in early in class. Yeah. If you're late, dude. Trust me, like people I went to grade ten with, like I I I I was I was with in grade ten. They'll tell you, yeah. I I brought a chain, to 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 chain my chair and my and my and my desk, you know, my 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 chair and my desk. So I grew up around things like that. Né? So grade ten, grade eleven, grade twelve. So now grade twelve, I'm like, okay, now you need to choose what. I've always wanted. I've always known what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. I've always known Like it's always been that thing of I'm good at everything I was a smart kid growing up But I've always known that Look Me I just want to draw I didn't know what it was at that. I didn't know what graphic designing was I didn't know what textile design I didn't know anything about those things And then Fine I do that And then I get to varsity Varsity I don't know Photoshop I don't Like literally the only thing I could do was draw <laughs> And I could only use one pencil HP yeah, yeah. So Nyan I draw with my pencil Then I get there Hey dog People are using Boma Illustrator, Boma, all of these things. Yeah. I don't know what these things are. I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh, I told myself one thing. Yeah, but look, I might not pass go March first year. Yeah. Okay? But June second year, I'm gonna kill all of you. Yeah. yeah. So, so where was this? Uh, a P. This is P now. Yeah. Like I went to NMMUP. So I studied. Uh, I, I taught myself a lot of things. At, at to an extent where. I was one of the best when it came to drawing. I was yeah. one of the best when it came to when it came to when when it came to computer Photoshop stuff. Bear in mind, I did not know what Photoshop was. I I, I would hear people Kubo and to Highland, you should Photoshop you. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah. But I didn't know what Photoshop was. Yeah. When I got to varsity, the only thing I could do was type on Word and do a PowerPoint presentation. Because I didn't grow up with computers. Like a cargo yeah. computer. Yeah, well, like who has a computer he's the only man who has a computer yeah that's the person that i went to ne? and he taught me like a couple of things but it wasn't a lot no? yeah so after that i get to first year i study the, the, this, this thing to our introduction studies where basically they teach you everything yeah but for me what i learned from that was you know sometimes you need to learn how to don't know everything, but yeah. understand everything. You know? Yeah. 
like for an example, if 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 you're into fashion, but at the end of the day, when you get a photographer who's going to shoot your stuff, you need to make them. You 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 know what you want. You should be yeah. like, okay, no, and you should understand. Okay, no, this this is uh, what I want. I want this to be like this. I want this to be like this. Yeah, well, when yeah. you when you when you meet a producer, I'm not saying be a producer, but understand that. Okay, no, this is what I want here. This is what I want yeah, here. Yeah. This is what I want here. Yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, I need to do one thing because my aim from then was to start a multimedia visual communication company. Ne? Whereby you have like a huge building and there's like different floors. It's fashion. It's it's music. It's all of these things. I don't want to be a musician, but I love music. But there's a certain way that I want music to be put out. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay. So let me learn all of these things. Then I was. I still think till today I should have studied graphic designing. I didn't. Okay. So I went to textile designing because I was into a lot of fashion. Yeah. I actually applied to the threaded man. Ah. Really? I applied. Ah. <laughs> now that I think about it, my second year, ah. dude, I sent them a nice email, dude. Ah. Like I'm like, hi. My name is Masanoabe. What year is this? Mm-hmm. This is 2015. Hectic. And, and look twice. now, I'm the art director of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They respond so, at least. Uh, and, you know, and you know what? Okay, I am a hard person to get a hold of. I, I, actually, because I think most of the time I underestimate how huge my platform is. Mm-hmm. So people freak me out. I don't like people. Dude, like, so like, I get I so freaked hurt. out easily by people. So my biggest options at that time were, okay, see ya. Uh, so I applied to both. Oh yeah, that's where I met you actually. But but this is now I applied second year for an internship. Right? Both did not reply. Mm. You know? But somehow I ended up I ended up I ended up working with my boss, which was a oh, great experience. Yeah. 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 But it wasn't because of that email. Oh. Like we discussed that email when I was there. I'm like, actually, guys, yeah, I emailed you, and like, no, we yeah. saw it. But the things we were not taking interns at that time. Yeah. Well. So like for me, it, it 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 it's always been that thing of understanding. Everything and understanding who you are, and at the same time, you never know what people are going through. They might be going through the same thing that you're going through. So, yeah. just telling your own story mm. in your way, because I want to tell my story in my own way, could be helping someone yeah. else out there. Yeah, well, I'm not a therapist. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying what I want to say, however I want to say it. Yeah. But somehow people do relate to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 That's really amazing. Yeah. What What I want to find out from you, Wong, is you have you ever felt the need to compromise? your artistry to make others feel comfortable? I mean, yeah, I mean, pfft, uh, <laughs> and what I mean by out. compromise, <laughs> no, but uh, what I mean by compromise, so you find yourself at a stage in Germany and they asked, you know what, can you sing this song in English? Have you ever felt, have you ever actually felt like the essence of what you're doing is being compromised? Have you ever felt that way in, within your career? And how do you tackle something like that? Yeah. Like, they've asked me to mime. I was like, no. Like, <laughs> really? Like, like, they I'm ask not you to mime. You know? Apparently, Zahara can't actually play the guitar. So she mimes the playing. Hey, hey, hey. No, guys, at the summers, I remember in 2016, they were like, no, she can't play the guitar. Like, so, no. all along. Because we were planning like a whole live band thing. They're like, no, she mimes no, it. I'm not saying this is true. But I've, this is what we I've, were told. I've, I've, I've seen Zahara play live like in primary. So she can actually. She can. Hey, you see that, there. Hey, there we there we go. Go. Yeah. So we were told, no, she doesn't but play. But there are a lot of people who you think know things, but they don't. <laughs> so, guys, let's not be clustered to the point here. So you've been asked to mime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, I'm also, I feel like in this album, I'm gonna write some English tracks. But I don't think it's because I'm compromising. It's just growth. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, you know, uh, it's, it's like becoming difficult for me to go to different countries and completely play music that they don't understand. They don't yeah. understand. I mean, it's nice and they, and they relate to it. But sometimes you need those songs that people are gonna relate even more than just yeah. the melody and the feeling. And but I'm worried about it how they're gonna sound and now yeah, they're I gonna hit. be even so much better than the closer ones because now people are and actually gonna thing. hear like, what they say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think also like what I like about like especially right now like the reason why I feel like house music is going to such a high level, especially mm-hmm. South African house music, is if you look at Black Coffee when he plays, he won't play just like. 
songs that we know as Africans, he also somehow mixes that rhythm with an international sound, sound where there's yeah, also yeah, English. Yeah. So I also think like in terms of like, especially South African songwriters and, 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 and like, especially people like you, I think it's going to be interesting to explore that journey of how do you keep something African, but at the same time, how do you then also make it relatable to your audience and package it in a way that yeah. it satisfies home, but it also yeah. helps you expand yeah. beyond that. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. And how long does it take to do an album? Uh, usually my, my previous albums have taken like round, but I usually like work on them for two years, but I'm re- I'm going to work a little bit faster on this one. Yeah. When the budget is right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work faster. Can I know something that. like, so you, are you signed to a record label right now? Yeah, I am. I'm with Universal. Univ- Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Sony Universal. Yeah. Is that so, is, is Universal and Sony one? No, no, no. So Universal is separate and then and Sony. Sony so why do people always say Sony Universal? No, they don't. They don't say Sony Universal. Okay, maybe I say so. No, there are some some record label that like have two names. Like, so is Nasty C with Universal or Sony? Is with Universal, I think. But I think don't you don't you as a musician sign because like for example, you look at people like Oh Big Sean. Big Sean is under good music, ne? Yeah. Big Sean is also under Def Jam, ne? But he's he's being managed by Rock Nation. Yeah. So don't you sometimes get signed to two recording labels? Yeah. Like I'm also, I'm at Universal Music as my record label, but my publishing is at Sony Music. You see? Publishing, sorry. So, so that, that's where you get yeah. this lander yeah. from. But like there Sony are mixed, BMGs, there's like record labels that form, that come together sometimes. Yeah, and then... And then that you have those names like where BMG, Sony, or I forgot the actual EMI. That, that it's the same thing that happened with yeah. Kalawa, Kalawa yeah. Jesmi and then it was Kalawa yeah, Jesmi. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Amazing, amazing. So, Summers. Summers. Is this your first time being nominated? <laughs> so my, my first album was actually nominated two times. Mm-hmm. This one's just nominated no, one. But can I ask, like, can I ask you something? Why? But where does your, what I'm surprising to me about you, the more and more I talk to you, there's so much you've actually flipping accomplished. But you're so like, you, you don't seem like the kind of guy. And I think that's one of the things that I think is so critical for young people to learn. I think, most people, when they achieve something, they do it. They want to do things for the world. So every single thing, like, you know, our space in terms of like yeah, fashion like, media. Oh, my God, guys, I've been selected to go to Germany. Oh, you know how we are, our people. You know how we are. Like, we like to always be, this is what I'm achieving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you seem like a guy who's very much, you feel like you're enough. You feel chilled. But you've achieved so many. I mean, you've been nominated for three summers already. Yeah. But... I, I would have never known that. Like, you don't... Even your Instagram, you're always just chilling with your Converse sneakers. Yeah. And you'll be like... I wish a, I could get off, like... like Yeah, I don't know. Like, sometimes I just, like, have... have, have I do have a problem with the way, like, sometimes people like showcase like you know life especially i always think about it especially in a country where people don't have so much so much this, i always wonder like imagine if i was in high school mm-hmm. and, and trying to keep things. that instagram life and like not yeah. having much it would just kill me hey dude i, I was at that point in life because eh? i also started out as because i studied textiles i started out as a blogger yeah hey a blogger a blog <laughs> now what i noticed about this blogging is one you need money for photo shoots. Yeah, yeah. Two, you can't be wearing the same clothes. I was like, no. So I decided, you know what? This is not your talent anyways, yeah. boys. And you also don't like being in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what you should do is do your own things. Like, yeah. now I'm, I'm at a point where I'm so chilled about life. People don't actually know how I look like. People know, like, people have come across my... The people, the people who've shown me my Instagram account. Yeah. And they don't know it's mine. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is what I want. I want to be able to live my life and not... Try and do certain things because 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 so and so did this so and so did this yeah well so I'm trying as much as I can to remove myself from everything else that's happening yeah. just produce good work and that's it yeah. yeah can I ask a critical question I think as young black Africans and let's say even black South Africans and let me take it further as young pl- black closer men you know that where gun. where you come from there is a lot of poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, that poverty could be within your family or within yeah. outside your family, but yeah. we all come from a very big problem of lack of resources. Now, as young black people who come from that background, who've been given an opportunity to rise to the next level. So I'm doing 
I think I'm being privileged enough and God has given me grace in fashion. God has given you grace in music. God has given you grace in art. Um, what responsibility do you think we hold towards where we come from? Because as you're saying, Yanni, like, we live these lives. I mean, as much as you might have a hundred followers, 5,000 or 10,000, a hundred thousand, you still have young people following you because they admire your work. And how important is it for us to be conscious that, for example, you might be a millionaire in the next three years or whenever you're a millionaire or tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? Like as we work harder, we get more money. And as we get more money, our lives change. We drive nicer cars, Mm -hmm. we live in nicer places, we travel more. And then we're posting all these things. And you'd be surprised. So how, how do you guys feel that with the rise of your personal success, it needs to also be balanced with a certain humility to be conscious of where you come from? So like with you saying that already, like in a country where people don't have much, I can't be necessarily sharing certain things. So I I just want to get into deeper into that level of thinking. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on the hustle, you know, I grew up hard, you know, and like um, those years have always like influenced me and like really made me like not like I remember in high school as well, like when you start to f- you hang out with your other poor friends and you're like yeah. you don't need them rich people yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think all of us go through that better <laughs> fuck rich people moment when, 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 when someone has uh, their dad has a car to yeah. The pride too It's also like wow, we, we are like from the bottom But look at us We're like making it Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I've been through There's a period of time I think 2013, 2014 I was bitter I was like fuck rich people Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to even say Fuck rich black people I'm yeah, like yeah. they don't care about us yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. actually that, Yeah, so that's actually Part of my question Is that like for example There's a lot of rich black people In this country That I feel don't do shit for black people They will claim that They are Like oh Black empowerment Black movement Ah Susonke Ah yeah, yeah. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. And then when it actually Comes to execution of that It just doesn't make sense Like I've been in situations Where I've worked with Black billionaires Where I've worked with Black millionaires Where I've done projects And I'm like Yo I've seen this guy on TV He's gonna help me mm-hmm. And they've never And there's There's literally millionaires Who've never paid me For my services <laughs> like, like, like I think I think we should Take it a step further yeah. Please don't be spicy. I'm not going to be spicy. I'm just going to be honest about a couple of things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like for me, one of my goals ne, in life is to be the minister of, of, of arts and culture. Hectic. No, why? Because the reality of life is, Natim Teto right now. Natim Teto is not doing anything for us. Yeah. Well, you, we're doing so much and there's so much that could happen. In, in, like you look at people Like I'm, I'm not disrespecting people Who didn't study for things né? But you look at people Who studied for certain things And 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 And, and You're going to be in the same queue As someone who didn't study Like I feel like There should be a preference Number one Number two We're doing so many creative things Like for me I've, There's one thing that I've always wanted to do Like when I get to Where I want to get uh, Talk to Let's say the Department of Arts and Culture And then they give you more Like let's say Two, three million yeah. And then what you do With that three million it's, it's not yours. You don't even keep it. It's not even in your bank account. What you do is, I take, let's say you're a young musician, né? let's say an artist. Né? I say, okay, look, show me your work. Né? And then if you show me your work, and then I buy your work uh, for the same amount as your school tuition. Né? Like if you would ask yourself, where does the money go? Like where, do, where does all the money, where, the, where does all this money go? Yeah, well, they say, they'll tell you, budget. no, we have uh, we've allocated this amount of money. But let's be honest. Alcohol brands are doing more for art than 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 the Department of Arts and Culture. Yeah. The Department of, of Arts and Culture is not doing anything for us. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, I, like. But how do we change that? So that's yeah. what I'm asking. That's what here. I'm saying. Like, 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 How do we change that? Uh, yeah. You know, Mamuini, send us a signal. Uh, yeah, multiply. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> so, you have a proper platform where you can so, run. For but being but the that's minister. what I'm saying is that for me, the most difficult part, I think, about me, especially right now, I think in my business where. I'm at this breaking point where I feel over the last five years, I've wanted to help people, but then I've been accused of exploiting people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for example, my platform, I didn't have money in the last like three years, you know, when I started out to pay writers, I'd be like, yo, I'm looking for writers who are keen to use the platform, however they want to use the platform. And then people would agree, be like, oh yeah, I want to write. And they'd be like, yeah, but see, you didn't pay me. And I'd be like, okay, so <laughs> then if, then, then when people send me, like people like you send mm-hmm. me emails and say, see, we want to work with you. 
then I'm always like, I don't want to respond because there's nothing I can give you because then I can't pay you. But then people are like, no, mm. the platform is powerful. People, mm-hmm. So it's always a difficult spot of mm-hmm. how do you balance the fact that, because I'm also still building, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Patrice Mutsepe where I can be like, yeah, come through, here's, a, here's money, here's a salary. So I can't necessarily operate at that level. But then people would approach me to say, see, we want, we would like this opportunity to work with yeah. you. And then when they work with me, they're like, okay, we see I'm writing four articles a month, but I haven't received payment. I'm like, but I told you I don't have the budget for this. So it's like, how do you give people opportunity? But at the same time, is that like, it's, it's just how do you balance that? Like, even yeah. with you, you, you can't necessarily right now pay for a young producer to work with you on your album full time every single day. Yeah. But they can be young producers willing to do that for free. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm keen. And then he can turn and say, you exploited him. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, happens yeah, yeah it's for us it's so tough because we don't come from rich families mm-hmm. that have all this money so how do we balance that i think more than anything no you take this you oh take really this. no i was just gonna say i think we could have an amazing country yeah like, that's what i that's what i really believe but i do i do think and i'm not a very political person mm-hmm. like i don't really i don't have the solutions for south africa but i think we could have an amazing country but i think we will never have an amazing country until we address the inequality in our society. We yeah. need to, I think, if us, the people that are doing well, don't push for equality, basically, that, you know, that I think those are the things we should be using social medias and, and, mm-hmm. and Instagram to be fighting for that, you know, we, you know, that you can, if you're poor, that you can still realize your dreams. I just, I just, just really think that's the solution is and it's it starts with with conversations like this pe- people making it kind of hip to be to be equal yeah, and to you, care for you, people you. that are not as you know to speak for the voiceless and and like i don't see that happening a lot a lot of i feel like a lot of people it's more like yo look at what i'm doing and look at what i've got yeah for me yeah. for me i'd say it's 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 image the problem is this you, 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 you approach me You say okay we want, I want to work with you See you already have an image yeah. And the thing is The way you portray yourself On social media You look like someone Who's got money That's what the problem is yeah. Number one so No now, but the thing is Having the, the thing is though Having money Doesn't mean Like I can have money To sustain my life Mm-hmm. And pay my bills, but it, it but having money to now sustain another like guys running a business is tough. No, I get it because, for example, running a business is that after your overheads, you could be earning thirty k a month. You pay your rent, you pay your car, you have money to sustain your life. Now, if you have to sustain someone else, you now need an extra ten k every month. So now, instead of getting an income of thirty, now you need fifty because there's another ten that has to go to the, and that has to be consistent for twelve months. That's tough, guys. That's why man he said uh, 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 at an in- uh, on an interview, I don't remember which interview it was, but he said, uh, you know, the one thing that he does is, and this is how I work now. Yeah. Do as much as you can on your own for yourself and hire when you should and when you have to, when you can afford to and when you, you are bought. Because mm. so the problem with that, like you, you can learn these things and then at a later stage you will be able, because like, are you connected to our information are useless at the end of the yeah. day? So if you learn how to write your own stuff you learn how to do now you get now you have a standard of what you want when you hire someone you have a standard of what you want yeah, the problem yeah. with us is i feel like you want to hire people when you know you can't afford it yeah well you yeah. you will break your back yeah yeah uh, but at the same time anyway, sometimes you do need to hire people yeah, yeah. but i feel like try it yourself Allah, yeah, and see how it works yeah, yeah. and then if you see that no this is a need like for example i can't sing yeah. i've never i've never even had a dream of being a rapper even yeah, yeah. yeah well so i know if something would need a musician i'd have to hire you simple yeah, yeah well mm. but if i don't have the money yeah, then how are you benefiting because i always say this to people when i work with people i always say this i'm like uh when someone says i don't have a budget i'm like okay no it's fine i understand at the end of the day you don't have a budget but now how Am I, I might not, you might not, I might not benefit the, in this financially, but what do you, what are you bringing to the table for me? What am I, what's going to help me grow? Yeah. Yeah. It might not be something of, of, of like of monetary value, monetary value, yeah, but yeah. what are you bringing? Yeah, yeah, you're you right, see? you're right. Even with music, you know, you're right. You know, there, there are ways that you can get people to work for you Simple. and like, and return without necessarily Pay. paying them. Uh, like, you know, you can say, you know, come play this baseline for me. 
at your sister's wedding or when you get married, I will play play for free. Easy. Uh, yeah. So it should be that whole thing of uh, uh, like even for me, like right now, I'm working with a tattoo artist because I want to have tattoos. But I'm like, and then when I worked with her, uh, when when I spoke to her, she was like, Dude, I don't have the budget for I can't afford the services that you provide. And then yeah. she was like, Look, uh, let's do let, let it be simple. You you. I'll do your tattoos and you'll do graphics. So yeah. you, you do have things like that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you can't be exchanging with someone. Guys, who we bring... actually need to shut We're running out of time. I know. We've been talking oh. for an hour. Yeah, hey. We're talking for an hour. But guys, side note, side note. This is like a side note. The funny thing, because we're talking about social media and uplifting a certain lifestyle. So now I just got a friend from a, a friend of mine. He's like, Sia, are you okay? I'm like, well, I'm good. What's up? He's like, I just want to talk about your post recently on Instagram. Like, Fam, it's no longer as flashy as it used to be. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, I'm fine. Like, I'm just in a different yeah. space. Spiritually, I'm in a space of like, I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to, I just, I, 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 I must have the freedom to post what I want to post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it and feels, also, and if it feels right for me, it feels right for me. Yeah. No, it's not about likes. It's not about who likes and who sure. doesn't like. It's about being authentic to myself. So it's actually crazy that it, that is how people, People think so. Long as you were, where to from here? You mean you you've got the summers? Yeah. By the time people hear this pre-record, you would have either won or not won. I've won, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> but I think you've won in my eyes. Thank you. You know, thank you, but thank you. what what is next for you? Next, I'm doing Gramstown. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. my whole mm-hmm. family, my whole black family is coming. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Infiltrates the Gramstown Festival. Are you based in Joburg or Cape Town? I'm Joburg. Joburg. So you've never lived in Cape Town? No, but my management is from. Because, like, someone was telling me, no, Bongizwe lives in Cape Town. I'm like, no. Hey, and to keep yeah. off the money. Yeah, living <laughs> yeah. the rough Joburg. <laughs> so you're in Joburg, and, yeah, and next is Gramstown Festival. Gramstown Festival. Uh, and also, I'm at Opikopi. I don't know if. Guys, yeah, I know. Can I ask you a question? I Are have you to, guys coming? Can I ask? Can I ask? Yeah. Can I ask? Can I ask? Can I? Can I ask? Can we be friends? And then to go, OP, can I come as part of your team? Mm-hmm. I can do that actually. Can I come? Like yeah, I've never. I'm, gonna, that's, I'm, I'm inviting you on air. I'm gonna get you a ticket, and you can. Come I'll come with you. I'll ride with you the whole weekend. Okay, great. I'll come I, with I just, you. I don't, don't spend the whole weekend there. Yeah, I also, I can't. I like, can't listen to Doof Doof for three days. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I feel I like I'll go crazy. I go there that day and I play and I come back. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. We can go with. When is Opie Kopi? In August. So August in Opie. Now June, July, Gramstown Festival because I think yeah. Gramstown's end of Juneish. Gramstown, mm-hmm. and I have we have we're going to Paris and Greece. Paris. And uh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, do you think like how how has how has traveling? Do you think has opened your eyes? Oh, it has. Yes. Really has. So when I no. la- sometimes ah. I'm like yo, yo, like each time I travel, it's still a yo coming from it to here and then yeah, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You now at the Louvre and you sing Mona Lisa, you're like yeah, okay. Especially Japan. Yeah. Like when I was in Japan, I realized, guys, South Africa's a small place. It's like, Africa. The, the way you're looking at me, it's like I will relate. I've never been outside of South Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, soon, soon. soon. Like, I mean, that's the plan. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, it does change your mind. Like, there's also, like, you also really discovered the world is big. Like, you might be working on something and you think, like, you don't have an audience. Yeah. You'll be shocked. Shocked. When I travel, I feel like I'm in a movie set. It doesn't feel real. It's yeah, like, like when I'm in Paris, I'm always like, "Wow, imagine like what are people doing in South Africa right now?" <laughs> like someone's in Dukia chilling. I'm in Paris. Like, whoa, we're in two different like yeah. worlds. Like same existence, same time, but, but experiencing life completely differently. Different, yeah. But it's traveling that made me realize like, damn, this is a fucking amazing country yeah. with so much interesting happening with so many interesting people with such warm people as well that's one thing I never realized about South Africa how how we so carefree with each other and how yeah, how, and like, nicely trusting. We, yeah, we, how nicely we treat each other yeah and then what's next with you what, what's next besides doing three covers I see you also developing you know your your skills so what where's your journey right now uh, I've started my own company called Create. Yeah. Uh, my first uh, clients we hosting an exhibition on the 9th of June. Uh, I won't tell you who now, okay? Because it's only going to be via invite. So, oh, I oh, think I know. Yeah. You've told me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so we're doing we're doing that, and I'm in charge of the graphics, and then they're going on tour, and then the tour, I'll be the one in charge of art direction and. Yeah, well, 
funny enough, I don't have an I, I don't have employees, so I'm doing this all by myself. <laughs> but that's so, how you start. That's yeah, how you start. So, so that's what I'm doing now. Uh, I've taken a break on like a lot of things. I'm not a, pushing as much as I did last year because I'm focusing on school. I want to yeah. finish school because I dropped out last year. But now I'm like, you know what? Let me just I'm finish back. this thing. Because what I understood is sometimes you will be doing well, but there are a lot of places that you 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 can't get into just because you don't have a qualification. Sure, yeah, well, sure. yeah. Not that I'm saying someone doesn't have a qualification, doesn't, they are born. But yeah, sometimes yeah. the moment it says something about you yeah. when you say, okay, no, look, I studied and I finished. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah might yeah. not be, you might not finish what, you might not be studying what you love yeah. and then doing what you love now. Yeah. But the fact that you, you were able to put bum to chair and, sure, and, sure. And, 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 and finish a degree, it shows a certain character about you as a, as a person. Yeah. So yeah. I'm finishing school. Uh, there's a lot, man. Uh, there's a lot. I'm working with a certain alcohol brand. Uh, we're doing, we're going to be doing, uh, an exhibition. Uh, something that, let me not say an exhibition, let me say an experience. Okay. It's something that you've never seen. And we hope we're invited, Gipud. Don't worry, yeah, don't worry. But you're... guys, I have to shut it down. Like, we're yeah, actually I have one question to, to yeah. ask. If, uh, if, so if somebody wanted to design their CD with you, uh, Oh, uh, oh! Where, where do they like uh, get hold of you? And I feel you, like right now. Are like you this. open to that? <laughs> <laughs> like this now. So after this, we're gonna talk. Yo. Cool, <laughs> Can you cool. commit to designing the cover of this album? No, I will. I'm yeah. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Like, I tr- I even tried. I'm gonna show you. I think I don't. I'm not sure if it was on Instagram. I DM this man. Did he not ignore me? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Let's cut it right. It's been, it's, yeah, it's, it's been a great show. It's been a great These show. guys will collaborate. They'll do a cover together. I'm Siabonga Bela live on Cliff Central. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you can follow Bongeziwe at Bongeziwe Mabandla across all his social media. Um, please like send in messages about the summers. Um, Masonwabe is the 21st century black man, or is it Kecha now? What is it? No, it's the 21st century black man on oh, Instagram. And okay. On Twitter, it's my name, Masonwabe. I thought it was 21st century Kecha, but Okay. No, guys. <laughs> yeah, Twasa or something. But okay, that's great. So, guys, yeah, it's here, Bile. I'm out. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, Thanks let's kick it. Us. This is CliffCentral.com.